And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Report Show. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Larry Chili Boy Chilson. Hello. Hey, we're back. We're back. Yes, we are back. We are back. We are finally back. How many weeks did we? What do we miss? I feel like we missed the John Wick Four and John Wick Four Dungeons and, then and the Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons last week. Oh my God, it's out. It's like once Larry cannot, once Larry and I cannot do Sunday. It's like Monday and Tuesdays. Man, oh, Larry, Larry, we trying to go to screenings and all this. Oh. I'm like Larry, what you going to this place for? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> so. We are talking about, of course, the opening weekend first, the Super Mario Bros. That's the big topic for today, obviously. But let's kind of go through what, you know, ended the month of April for us, and that was John Wick 4, as well as um as well as Dungeons and Dragons. So oh, the end of how March. did Yeah, how did how did that week do for uh John Wick? John Wick opened crazy. Yeah, John Crazy. Wick blew out all expectations. The final numbers came in at mm-hmm. 73.8 million for John Wick's 3-day opening weekend. Easily the biggest opening for a John Wick film to date. Uh I mm-hmm. mean that's just an insane number for John Wick Chapter 4. Uh 73 million. Another 73. another amazing opening for a friend mm-hmm. a new franchise record that's the third uh sequel to get a franchise record in the month of in march 2023 mm-hmm. uh yeah then that week as well too we had other march movies still doing well like creed 3 and mm-hmm. scream even 65 has been it's been on a low end but it has you know the drops recently hasn't been too wide so i'm guessing word of mouth i guess has been getting to some people to go in and see that movie. Yeah. Um, of course, we have uh, we have the kind of the lame duck of the month, which is Shazam: Fury of the Gods. That weekend, when John Wick came out, did sixty nine percent drop with like nine million. I mean, it was going up against a juggernaut. I mean, that's honestly unfathomable to me. John Wick Chapter Four opening up to what you would think a Shazam two would open. At yeah. seventy three million, or at least around that, that's insane. And then we had last weekend, which wasn't a big weekend for our opening movie, but it opened okay. Uh, let's talk about that real quick. Let's go into March thirty first really quickly. Yeah. So the final weekend of the month saw Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, also overperform pretty much all the weekend expectations heading in and snatched a $37.2 million opening in its opening weekend. I know initially on the schedule, we were looking at this like, mm, uh, we'll see. But uh, <laughs> we'll as see it got it closer, is. projections, I think they did a good job of marketing it. Obviously, the reviews did mm-hmm. really well. Mm-hmm. And helped it a lot. Uh, they did. They had confidence in it because they did a lot of those AMC early screenings. The only difference between that and like, you know, in the Heights and Love Simon is you still have to pay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you <laughs> want like, to see them early, yeah. Though. The AMC Connector or AMC. Mm-hmm. They did like three or four of them at AMC. I kept. I I was. I kept going like, oh yeah, you know, I'm gonna finally check it out at one of those, and then like, man. The opening weekend came came up to me, and then I ended up just going that that Friday when yeah, it came out. 
there are almost 40 million for Dungeons and Dragons, especially, you know, fantasy like this has had a pretty uh, dodgy box office record. So I think this was Mm -hmm. a, a nice, pleasant surprise for this one. Yeah, especially because you and I going into that movie, we were like, uh, we were honestly kind of are hovering around the 20 million mark. So it did do 37. However, I do think Paramount would have wanted like a, at least like a 50, especially a 50 or 60, especially given how it does look like they would want to continue going with the movie, too. And now it kind of looks like a sequel would be like very unlikely you know, with the movie like this. So I think worldwide right now, it's only sitting at 89 million. So I don't, I, I think it was, wasn't it, didn't it, the budget, wasn't the budget like a hundred, a hundred million or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it's about a hundred million, 90 to yeah. hundred is there. Right. So not looking good for Dungeons and Dragons, but I think maybe it has something to do with also it coming at a really competitive mm-hmm. time. But then some of these other films have been like, you know, they've been overcoming the competition, you know, each week we've had like a big movie come out and it doesn't seem like people are getting tired of these like bigger movies coming out week, you know, week after week after week. So uh, we're going to have to see what the legs are for Dungeons and Dragons. But I guess with that being said, let's go over to the weekend that we are now. We have an Easter weekend. Happy Easter, everyone, to those that celebrate and we had, of course, the opening weekend for the Super Mario Bros. movie. And, like, that's it. I think Paint <laughs> like, is like, it's the only other thing that came out with it. I think we had, like, a small limited oh, release. Oh, Air. In Air. Oh, yeah, we had Air come out. And then we, we had... says crew in Air on this whole <laughs> Forgot. show. Forgot about Air. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had Air coming out this week. Although, I don't see Air on this chart that I have. Is it here? What number do you have it on right now, Air? Uh, let me see so air opened out i mean i know what it opened to yeah it's at number four number four okay that's strange this 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 <sighs> box office mojo is down everyone they don't have it's not down but they don't have their stuff up yet so bear <laughs> with us here uh, okay so let's go into number one larry what came in at number one yeah, so this is one of those fun weekends because it is Easter weekend and our number one movie decided to open on a Wednesday. So it's one of those fun three-day slash five-day number type of openings. But easily coming in at number one is the Super Mario Brothers movie, which grossed $146 million at the three-day pure box office and $204.6 million five-day opening. Now, just for perspective, that $204.6 million is the biggest five-day opening ever at the U.S. box office. the That also is represents the biggest animated opening. However, if you do compare it just to the three-day openings, it's now the second biggest animated opening of all time behind The Incredibles 2. In addition to its U.S. box office, Super Mario Brothers opened to $377.5 million five-day at the global box office, which is also the biggest global opening of all time, beating out Frozen 2's $358.2 million. I mean, insane numbers. Was Frozen 2 also on a five-day? 
I I was trying to see and I didn't quite see if it mm-hmm. was or not. But mm-hmm. uh yeah, so listen, 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 listen. A couple of weeks ago, you and I have been continuously upping our predictions for Super <laughs> Mario. I remember the episode way back when we were talking about Scream. I was like, Larry, don't sleep, man. Don't sleep on this Mario Bros. movie. It's going to do crazy. And I think our prediction, we I think we both went over $100 million when we did the predictions. Yeah. But I, cannot, I was not expecting this number. No. So our predictions, we had, oh my God, no, we didn't. We had, when we did the that prediction show, we had 80 to 85. Oof. And then after that, we kept increasing and increasing yeah, yeah. and increasing. And uh, the fact that it did this much, I kept seeing those global numbers. And I was just like, oh, my God. I mean, you got to think about all the markets that Mario reaches reaches out to. You're talking about the Asian market as well. I don't know if it opened up in China. But when you talk about, you know, Nintendo and how big it is over there, that probably could have paid, a, um, you know, made a huge factor into that. And um, it just took over the theaters this weekend. I mean, that theater for when I went on Friday was absolutely crowded. And I walked in there like 2.30 in the afternoon and it was crowded. I, I can't imagine how it looks like that night or even like Saturday night. But Wednesday too. Wednesday, I was looking at my at my, uh, you know, at my theater and it was just crazy, crazy huge for the yeah, movie. So, I went on Wednesday at like incredible, six, yeah. I think six o'clock and it was packed. Like my theater Absolutely. Uh, the whole theater had them damn little uh, buckets, those little mm-hmm. square uh, buckets from the AMC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody yep. got their little bucket. But yeah, looking at this, it opened in China to 11.6. Its biggest market was actually Mexico where it opened what? to 27.4 and it that's just below Endgame's 31 million dollar opening in Mexico. Like so it's opening to like Endgame numbers in Mexico, UK 19.6 million. Yeah, I mean yeah. yeah, this thing just opened huge and uh to pass the I believe it's a Transformers movie that had mm-hmm, the previous mm-hmm. five day opening at 200 million to beat that out and get over 200 million for this five day opening. Insane. Ooh. In just a weekend, it's already passed Sonic 2's entire run. Oh my <laughs> um, God. Oh already God. in its first wanna, five days. I don't want to beat up another movie, but man, to, put <laughs> to, to put it in perspective, perspective on Wednesday. I mean, Ooh. it made Shazam's <laughs> entire opening weekend in a day, which is, which is, that's a Wednesday. We're talking about a Wednesday. It opens like 31 million in previews on Wednesday. I was like, holy smokes. And then, so what's the five day number again? You, what do you have? Because like right now I have the, I have 146, right? Um, That's what I have for the five day. But what was the three day number? No, that uh, that's the three day number. Is one forty six. Oh, one forty six. So the five day so number is what? Two hundred four point six. Two hundred and four. Oh yeah. my goodness. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh and shit. Yeah, to put it into perspective, I mean that's more than Shazam's run right now too. So not just. See, to, I didn't want to go there, man. But I mean, man. two hundred and four <laughs> million just domestic. Uh, to be fair, that's more than Scream 6's entire run. Oh, right hold, now. hold, hold on, that's hold on, more than. Hold on. <laughs> 
Hold on now. <laughs> I mean, that's an doing too much. insane number, y'all. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Do> yeah. <laughs> this, no, the five days insane. I mean, go and go, go to like a lot of movies that it's it be Quantum Mania's opening weekend. It be like what else? I mean, I think I think this is more than the Batman. Yeah. This is nuts. This is a yeah, crazy just, number. Just from the three day, the one one forty six yeah. is more than Batman, more than Quantumania. Oh, um, easily the biggest opening of the year. I think it's on track to probably become our first billion dollar film. Oh, I actually, I think you're absolutely right. The fact that it's already sitting in the three hundreds right now, Almost oh, it definitely is. Yeah, it's and, and what do we have coming up? Like, we don't have anything crazy coming up until what? Until when? I don't I think mean, next week we have anything wild. I know Evil Dead Rise is in a few weeks, but yeah, but that's not going to compete with Mario. I mean, like, absolutely again, not. Yeah, that's the thing is that they. I don't know what these companies are scheduling like because we talked mm-hmm. about it. I think part of it is, you know, they tried to make a case for Shazam or Zachary Levi tried to make a case Ooh. for Shazam being this uh big family, family movie. movie. But the last one was Puss in Boots, like all the way back at Christmas time. Is mm-hmm. the last animated film. They just left mm-hmm. it wide open for four months. And yeah, of mm-hmm. course. I mean, even if you don't care about Mario, families are like, look, oh, finally, we have something we could take our kid to <laughs> for Easter. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's yeah, go right. watch Mario and having fun with it. And, you know, I think critical reception has been mixed, but I think it got an A cinema score. I think audiences are really enjoying it. Mario is a super popular franchise, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, it was like a perfect storm for this film. And yeah. I, I'm trying to think. I don't know when the next animated movie is coming out. They've left it wide open for it to dominate. The next family-centric big movie to come out, I would definitely have to Little say, Mermaid? is, Gar- is uh, oh, Guardians. No, Gar- Guardians 5, you know, from Disney. But that's not until next month. Yeah, so- next month. This rent. has the the rest of the month. I mean, we have Mafia, Ma, Mama. I mean, The Pope's Exorcist, uh, Renfield, and then Evil Dead Rise. After in, you know, in the weekend of the rest 21st. of the month is pretty R rated. It's, it's pretty <laughs> R rated. Yeah, this is gonna be gangbusters. Like the rest of the the rest of the month, and uh, yeah, it's gonna hit. It's gonna hit that billion dollar, and it's gonna, it's probably going to be the biggest movie of the year. I mean, um, is I I can't see. I mean, I can't see anything else really coming near it right now. I mean, Guardians. Yeah, uh, Guardians. No. We'll see how it does compared to the first two. I, I mean, don't I think, think Guardians is opening up to like three hundred and something million opening. No. So I don't know. So we'll. I mean, yeah, that's gonna be the next big opening. It'll mm. just be can Marvel finally hit a billion again? That's not yeah, the question yeah. with Marvel. Is mm. they they still have these big opening weekends like Ant Man? But they Quantum they teeter Mania. out. But yeah, they the just movies, have yeah. no legs. Yeah, the movies teeter out, and it's uh, yeah. So this is this is a great win for this newly Nintendo kind of universe. And oh my god, if you think they're not gonna do like more, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, I mean they on. they uh, people people were over here talking about hey hey listen like the new thing might not be comic book adaptations. It might be video game adaptations with like the last of us success and then we go and then we got this and um 
I don't think it's going to stop here. That's all I'm just going to say. Yeah, I no, think... Illumination is no... They obviously do not... They're not shy with sequels and spinoffs. I mean, you as also... soon as Despicable Me jumped, they jumped mm-hmm. uh, on Munions, all of it. They made sequels to Secret Life of Pets and Sing. Mm-hmm. They, they'll jump a sequel quick. Right. And do you also know what I love about this, too, That's gonna that I think it's going to set a precedent for this movie? The fact that this is a video game movie and it was entirely animation, you know, like I love the Sonic movies and I love, you know, I get it. But like, I think the biggest, my biggest criticism for that is that we have yet to be in Sonic's world. And I think a lot of Hollywood execs get scared of that. Even that Tom and Jerry movie. Remember that movie that was just like in New York? What are we doing? So... (laughs) Like Mortal Kombat too. What the fuck are you guys doing on Earth? Like get get in the get up there and like hell and shit and like yeah. you know you know the actual like Mortal Kombat tournaments. Anyway, like I think one of the things that that a lot of studios hold back on with these adaptations, especially with the old school video game characters, is wanting so bad to put them in like a live action world. Whereas you got a movie like this that's all animated. Yes, you spend like the first ten minutes in like an actual like new york but it's still animation you know what i mean it's not mario getting booted out of his world and now he has to run around with james marsden or whatever you know (laughs) so like you know i really appreciated that coming out of this movie and i think that i hope with the success of this it, it it teaches more execs to be like okay we can stay in these worlds like put sonic back into sonic's world and out of san why is sonic in san francisco like what are we doing here so no, i i think this is right. a huge success all around for the for the movie and i think it just shows what we've been wanting with so many of these movies is just make it animated like with sonic you know like obviously not something maybe not something like mortal kombat you know that live sure, action yeah. that but sonic and all these other properties why not just make it animated i don't understand what the fan like what's this weird need to put them in the live action world it doesn't mm-hmm. and i think this just shows it like you know, you got to hit who you're supposed to be hitting. And this film was like, nah, we're going to make it look like the video games. Exactly. <laughs> it because <laughs> it was a complete hit, making it look like what people love about it is the, it's, I think that's the key. I think that's what people want in these adaptations. You know, obviously not every single one needs to be animation, but it's like, that's what a lot of people, they, people, they go in here because they want to be immersed into that world. They want to see um, Mario punch the damn cubes and shit and, and you know, Princess Peach and, yeah. and fucking Donkey Kong. They don't want to see Mario in New York running about like 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 live action New York running about like this is what yeah. this is what audiences came to see. And the trailers were great. The visuals are stunning. So I'm just I'm super happy that this is this was like a complete win because even if it did open to like a 95 100 million a statement would have been, would have been made but a statement was made with this opening weekend oh, yeah. this is insane insane we, we always talk about it i mean you know maybe they don't make the oscar winners they're not competing for awards but mm-hmm. right now Illumination is unmatched at the box office when it comes to animation. Like yeah, Illumination sure. just knows how to do it. They make mm-hmm. their movies for far less than Disney and Pixar do. Disney and Pixar sometimes get up into like the 200 millions on mm-hmm. their budgets. Um, they make their movies for like 90 to 100 tops and mm-hmm. they make a shit 
ton of money every single time. <laughs> yeah, and also using the movie to market all of their other properties yeah. is like really smart too. Like putting the minions on the screen, like you know when the logo comes up for the illumination, is like a genius move. I remember going into the movie. Um, one of the big trailers at AMC was all the characters from the oh, Illumination yeah. movies going to the movies to see Mario. Yeah. I just think that's all brilliant. I think that's going to benefit them in the long run. And it's going to make their other characters feel as important as a Mario. You know, minions are already there. Yeah, but when it comes to, there. like, you know, the Sing characters yeah. and everybody else, you know, and I think they have another movie coming out this year. I think they it was do. like... <laughs> Who they are. I feel like they are nervous <laughs> for that movie because that trailer, the first, like, minute, of that trailer is showcasing their other movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, ooh, they're nervous for this migration movie. Uh, right, but, right, right. <laughs> um, right, so, but you yeah, know what? Think, Even if yeah. that one flopped, they already have Mario. You know what I mean? Like, this already mm-hmm. props up their studio for the whole year that oh, for they sure. can gamble with their next movie because Mario was such a success. For and sure. I have to say, yeah. when you were talking about it, I think that's why fans of the games and of the properties also loved detective pikachu because they did bring it into somewhat of the real world but that was the other one yeah yeah but they immersed the pokemon so much into that world into the world exactly they were were the world still so Mm -hmm. you kind of were like all right because pokemon the thing about that world is it does kind of feel like the real world like you're just roaming around from city to city exactly (laughs) right right and i think you know so this is the second time they've done a nintendo where at least you know they really immerse you into the world whereas all these other franchises as you said mortal combat mm-hmm. even everybody they're just making you stay in the regular world and not like taking you where you want to go <laughs> exactly exactly and i think uh yeah the pikachu movie worked so well in that regard at like making you feel that this world is full of pokemon and it's not like sonic is dropped in this world and it's like a fish out of water kind of situation <laughs> You and know, look, I so, really like, yeah. particularly, I really like the first Sonic movie. I mm-hmm. I have a lot of fun with the Sonic films. So that's not to say sure. much on those, but you know, it's uh, it's the same formula. Like I don't know, Hollywood hasn't learned. We don't like the weird little CGI animals in the human world, like uh, the Chippendale or Chip, um, the Chipmunk. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Chipmunk. Yeah, we're yeah. tired of all that. We've been tired of all that. Damn it! Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like. It's, I feel like if any other studio had this property, that's what we would have gotten. We would have mm-hmm. gotten like a, a, we wouldn't got like a furry looking, weird looking Mario in fucking, I don't know, Los Angeles or something like oh, that. And God. it just would have been, it just, I don't know. It just, those movies just doesn't get me, doesn't get me there as far as like what I want from a video game adaptation especially these like 80s and 60s and 70s characters who like you've been looking at this world for so long and now you have a chance to finally see that on the big screen it's like get us there like they and they they wasted no time in this movie like getting mario into the mushroom you know what i mean like they they wasted no time at all like he was there within like 10 minutes and i think that's that works for me so yeah and i i like the little story they set up i like setting him up because they needed to explain why the hell he's a plumber? 
Like exactly, you know, yeah, exactly. They yep. they need to give him a little backstory because I feel like us as players have also been like, this is weird. Why do they need plumbers in this little mushroom <laughs> world? Like, okay, whatever. Um, so I liked it. I like starting us in New York, showing us why he's a plumber, giving us mm-hmm. the little iconic voice. They even explain why he sounds like that. It's kind of a gimmick for the business. <laughs> um, so they make it fun, make it a joke, and then suck him into the real world we want to get to. Um, so, exactly. Exactly. No, this is. Again, I hope all the right messages are taken from this box office. Part of me is like, I know Disney is like, ooh, nostalgia. No, uh-huh, Disney, y'all uh-huh. already on that train, Disney. Like, <laughs> stop, please. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> you know how it's going to be as far as like, oh, this is what oh, they want. Yeah. Okay, all right, let's do it. You know, and oh, man. So- Disney a damn mess. They're already redoing live action. Talking about live action, they're already doing live action Moana. That shit yeah, ain't even like, 10 oh. years old. Like, oh, Oh, my Disney, God. Please. Live action, actual. You know how they did Lion <laughs> King with like the, the CGI? animals Ugh. like i bet you five years they're gonna do that for zootopia it's oh gonna be cg God. it's just too much <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gonna be cg animals and oh fuck. but yeah but, this um, sets this sets the record this sets the record for video game adaptations it's setting animation records now i guess the next record it'll have to see can it beat Frozen 2 at the overall box office, which made like 1.4, 1.3 mm-hmm. billion at the box office? So that's the next record for it to take down. Right, <laughs> it's right. Biggest animated film ever for Frozen 2, unless we count that live action Lion King. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get into the other movies from this week. Let's go into number two. What do we got? So, coming in at number two is John Wick Chapter 4 in its third weekend of release. John Wick Chapter 4 brought in $14.6 million in its third weekend of release, which is a 48.4% drop. That brings John Wick up to 147.1 at least at the domestic box office and i'm sorry y'all particularly with these damn international numbers right now it's about to be a hot mess because of box office mojo's buffoonery you hear me i know it's um, like Larry and I usually do these shows on a <laughs> Sunday night, but I was like, you know what? Let's get it out of the way early. And Box Office Mojo was like, nah, we ain't ready yet, bro. Uh, but <laughs> heading into the weekend, it was sitting at two fifty nine point two million worldwide. Mm-hmm. So, which is a great number for John yeah. Wick. I mean, great another number. fourteen million. Honestly, number two, three, and four are like under a blanket at this mm-hmm. domestic box office this weekend. It's nuts, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, another great weekend for John Wick Chapter 4. Hey, for it to only drop 48% in week 3 going up against like this juggernaut, you know, you got a you got a PG fun family movie to go up against R-rated bloodthirsty John Wick and uh, I think it it held up pretty well. I think it held up pretty well. So I don't think there's too many complaining when it comes to that. So yeah, a great domestic number so far, and a even better, even better uh, worldwide. So I think this is pretty really good. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, let's go to number three. So coming in at number three is Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves, which made fourteen point five million for the three day weekend in its second week of release. That is. 
not great, but not terrible. Um, 61.2% drop from its opening weekend, bringing Dungeons and Dragons up to 62.3 million at its US gross. And again, before the weekend, it was sitting at 89 million worldwide. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it's, I don't know. I think the movie, I think it would if, if it would have came out more so in like actual summer, mm-hmm. maybe try to find like two dead weeks. Like uh, honestly, like a Dungeons and Dragons, I think maybe not this not this coming week, but maybe the week after that. Yeah, would have been okay. But I, I, uh, yeah, I, um, I don't know. I just think it's it's just a it's just surrounded by a bunch of other movies that are that audiences are more interested by right now you know it still came in number three it's in about 3800 theaters but uh yeah it's just kind of been that movie to just kind of hang out and the fact that john wick opened more you know and that's on week three dungeons and dragons is on week two it just you know these other movies are kind of holding up the interest a little more yeah i mean it's just surrounded by we're we're getting like some sort of record breaker every single week, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it just kind of <laughs> sucks a little bit that it right. had to had to open right among the, the like bloodbath that was March. <laughs> yeah, March was insane, and uh, it came out right in at the tail end of it. I think it was the last movie of March too. Yeah. So. Um, Okay, so let's get into number four. What do we have? All right, our final one that's really just under that blanket is Air, which opened this weekend to 14.4 million at the three day box office. For the five day, it made 20.1 million because, like Mario, it did open on Wednesday. So that is a pretty solid, especially five day number for 20.1 million. Again, specifically when it's going up head to head with a juggernaut like Mario. Oh, yeah. It did receive yeah. an A cinema score and it is also, you know, an Amazon release. So that's fun, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I think this is a, a decent, I would say decent opening. Uh, you know, I think opening around fourteen million for the first weekend is okay. I think it did twenty million, like you said, for the five day. And uh, yeah, this I, I don't know a movie like this feels like the end of the year type of release, like a November yeah. or something like that. This is it did not feel like spring. Uh, it doesn't. It didn't feel like one of those releases. So. Uh, but I do think 14 million, 20 million so far is still pretty solid. Still pretty good. I would say, I would say, I would go as far as to say pretty good. Yeah. It just, uh, yeah, it is kind of a weird time to release this. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a good opening. Once again, I think that the strong word of mouth and the strong, um, reviews actually helped mm-hmm. it quite a bit. Um, and you know, people do love Michael Jordan always and forever. For sure, for sure. Even though he's not really in the movie, like at all. Yeah, my mom. It's... My mom saw it. She said she didn't oh. like it. Oh. <laughs> she she thought it was uh she thought it was gonna be I don't know she thought it was gonna be like uh like a, a biopic for Michael. 
And I was uh, like, it's about the shoes, I think. And she was like, yeah, I know. I, I know that now. I was like, because oh. <laughs> so, Michael Jordan is like her favorite, you know, ever. So she yeah. was geeked. And then she saw, you know, when she sees a movie without me, that means like, you know, like she, she's geeked. She's You hyped. know what I mean? Because uh, she Ooh. went and saw John Wick alone and then she saw Air and she was like, nah. So, she, so. Did she like that John Wick? Oh, she loved John Wick. Yeah, oh, she yeah. loved John Wick. But this Air, she wasn't air, about she, it. <laughs> she was like, yeah, she was like, nah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think they skated it just enough. I mean, because you can tell in the trailers, Michael Jordan is not really mm-hmm. center, certainly, mm-hmm. but they definitely kind of skate that he's pretty much not in this film. Like, yeah, um, it's, it's a weird. Strange. I was going to say yesterday, but yesterday I got too busy. But it's it's a strange, uh, strange kind of film to make too, because I feel like people would want to see the story of Michael Jordan before the shoes you know <laughs> also too i was gonna mention this in the review but it's looking like we're not gonna have it uh you know because i haven't seen the movie yet i don't know when i'm gonna see it but um listen i think the title is terrible <laughs> yeah the title no, is think. terrible air what the, f- <laughs> what the fuck that can mean anything if you are talking to somebody who doesn't like who doesn't watch TV? Because there are people in the world who just does who don't watch TV. They're completely disconnected. But you know they'll go to a movie here and there. Hey, you want to go see Air? Oh, is that like a a plane action movie or is that oh. like a like does does Air not sound like what they would call plane if it was set on a plane? Mm-hmm. No, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Is that is it would not not be the the sequel to Plane Air? Oh. It's yeah. Like, the, the title is terrible. So I don't think that did anything. I mean, I don't know why we do this when it comes to like the bio movies. Just tell me what it's about. You know what like, I mean? You know what I'm I mean, saying? Not, why not even say Air Jordan? Just like, say why that. Is, like, why is just, that not? Just, is it a copyright? Thing? It, that's what I'm saying. It's like just tell me. I hate when we remember when a couple months ago when they were releasing the Whitney Houston doc, not documentary, but the biopic. Yeah, yeah. And they were. It was titled. I want to dance with somebody. And then uh, leading up to the week that it was coming out, they were like, oh, fuck. It's called Whitney Houston. I was like, yeah, why not just do that? It's like, uh, it's like if if Hollywood had a biopic for Barack Obama, they would call it Rock. And that's it. Like, what what are we doing? They would call it like change. Yeah. What are what are we doing? Like, you know, I these movies that get me so angry with the titles because they have to work around who it's about without saying it. Like, you know, the movie about Freddie Mercury, I get the title, it has to do with the record and all that type of stuff. But like, you know, it's just why not just call it Queen or just something I don't know. It's just such a weird thing. I was going into the movie like why is it called air? <laughs> and then, um, yeah. So my mom only knew about it because I told her. She was like, "What's out this weekend?" I was like, "Oh, you know Mario." And she's like, "Ah, eh, nah. She's not really into that. You know that type of stuff." Yeah. And then I was like, "Air." She's like, "What's that about?" I was like, "Oh, it's a documentary. No, it's a biopic for the um, Michael Jordan sneakers and Viola Davis in it." When she, once she heard Viola Davis, <laughs> she was like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> you know, she was on her uh, what's her name, <laughs> Viola Davis, um, yeah. My Woman King. She was on that. She was on that, and she was like, "Oh, okay, I'll check it out." And then she she was like, "Who does Viola Davis play?" I was like, "Oh, the mom." And she was like, "Ooh!" So then she checked it out, and she didn't like it because it's about the shoes, not about Michael Jordan. And I was like, yeah. "Well, that's what it is." So yeah, just weird all around. But going back to the box office, it's fine. The, yeah. the, the numbers are fine. solid, solid, uh, older crowd type of opening. 
Uh, yeah, 100%. Let's go to our last of the top five. Number five, baby. Keep hanging Ooh, in there, baby. All right. Keep hanging well. <laughs> in there, baby. <laughs> Staying strong. Holding on to that number five. We have Scream 6, which brought in another $3.3 million in, what is this? It's fifth? Fourth mm-hmm. weekend of release. Um, and so that's it just is. yeah, fifth weekend. Fifth weekend, yep. Go All ahead. Right. Fifth weekend, and that's only Go a thirty-seven point eight percent drop. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's a good drop, and that brings its total up to one hundred and three point eight million dollars in the U.S., which, when unadjusted, yep. obviously unadjusted, um, mm. makes it the highest grossing Scream film at Go the ahead. U.S. box office, beating the original Scream's one hundred and three million dollars. Say it again, run. one more time. Say it again. <laughs> Scream, five, scream six, scream six, scream six. I saw the top five and I went straight to scream. I said, <laughs> okay, then, Scream is still in there, hanging in there in that top five. I see yes. you. I see you. And the fact that I don't want to beat a dead horse, but listen. <laughs> like, let me not. You guys know what I was going to go. Mm-hmm. A certain movie already <laughs> dropped up out of there. Mm-hmm, yep. And Scream is still like, mm, not us, you know? We don't know. We don't know what that's like. So, I'm super happy for Scream Six. I've said my praises um, each and every week that I'm so excited and happy that the movie is doing so well. I'm still trying to figure out why this is clicking so much, but I ain't gonna ask. I'm not gonna bother and be like, "Why, guys? Why are you guys so interested in the Scream Six? But um, I don't know. It could be it's the only horror movie out really right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, the only mainstream, I would say, horror movie. I know we had a small release for the Pope's, what is it called? The Pope's what? The Pope's Exorcist coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, I do think when Evil Dead Rise does come around, it's going to take like a big, a big, a bit of a dip, but it doesn't matter because it's already in its week in week five. So it's like, yeah, if it takes a dip in like week eight or week seven, that's not really something to like cry over only because it's made all the money back. It's making all the money back and then some right now. It's just kind of cruising along, and I'm so happy. So happy to see it. Ooh. So well, what else I we got? For let's this talk week? about Shazam. Let's talk about it because Lord have mercy. In the it eighth spot. 1.6 million on week four. That's another drop of 65.5%. To put it in week. perspective, Creed 3 is in its sixth week. 2.8 million, Scream 6, fifth week, 3.3 million, Shazam in its fourth week, 1.6 million. I think it's already on digital, I think, isn't it? It's coming to it, I think, right? Yeah, I think yeah, it just yeah. debuted on digital. And they um, dropped it there. They were like, dude, ugh. get out of here, man. We're done. We're yeah. over this. So, so that's at 56.6 million. Terrible. Cumulative. Yeah, you that, mentioned it. Cream 3 at 2.8 million. Still holding strong. Mm-hmm. Some, oh, my. It's Listen, for the other comic book movies that come out this year, you have nothing to worry about. Just don't get as low as Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Oh. <laughs> That's it. Like, I mean, what's coming out? Craven and and like Blue Beetle. Just don't get under this because then you won't be like the geek of the week when it comes to like the comic book genre this year. We were all scared and worried and singing our like 
the MCU is done, man. And then holy smokes, we can't like we can't get Shazam to get past 70 million domestic. 70. It's at 56, right? I don't think it's gonna make it to 70 million. How no, can it? It, it, it? Oh man, it's not that is nuts. What's the worldwide? Did you have that number in front of you? It's worldwide is like 122. That is horrible. Absolutely horrible. Yeah. And uh Ugh, I don't know. Is and this is this is like we said when they, when the uh, when we did that opening weekend talk a few weeks ago. We'll see what happens to like the other ones coming up. I think Guardians is fine because I think I think they had the, the tracking up already because tickets went on sale. And Guardians, they have it at about one twenty to one fifty five. Great, okay. you know, Flash and like Blue Beetle. That's gonna be like okay. There's a problem here, you know? Yeah. If Flash, like I said, if Flash opens up to like 50 million, 60 million, then we got to talk. That's when we really have to talk because then that's a studio, that's a studio like DC issue, you know? It's not a Marvel issue. It's not superhero fatigue. That is a studio DC issue. DC, I don't even want to say DC. I'm going to say DCEU issue because the batman came out last year it did amazing we had joker that did really well i think joker 2 is gonna do well i don't think it's gonna do a billion dollars but i think it's gonna do well especially with lady gaga's harley quinn it's a great sell so we'll see what happens for these next dceu projects because oof. Um, um you mentioned it uh i didn't realize the pope's exorcist actually open internationally this weekend before it releases here oh, it did. Yeah. this next weekend and it made 12 million from the markets it did open ahead of its u.s release so i don't i wonder if they just didn't want to release it like on easter here but didn't mind releasing it on easter everywhere else oh that's a good point i didn't even think about that i didn't like, even think about that Ooh. Uh, the heathens uh, <laughs> ran for the Pope's exorcism, I guess. Lord <laughs> have mercy. <laughs> I didn't even think about that as to why it wouldn't release this weekend. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. You, yeah. What you see in next week? Renfield, Pope's exorcist. What? <sighs> Listen, I don't know about that Renfield, man. I'm not. That, that trailer did nothing for me, man, when oh. I saw it. Oh. What else we got next week? What is it? The Renfield? Mafia Mama. I do want to see that. Now, come on now. Come on with it. Come on. Tony Collette, just like full camp. Come on Whoop. now. Yeah. I, I, I how you feel about Russell Crowe doing exorcisms? Oh, I don't know. Larry. I don't know. It's bringing me the vibes of that. What was that movie that came out? Was it last year? Yeah, The Devil something. The Devil. Was I mean, it? We get these kind of movies every year. After <laughs> the Devil like, is shit. My Keeper. What was the movie that came out? <laughs> What was, what the, was, what was the, the devil? Movie last the, year. Yeah, the devil inside. I don't know, man. It nah, was, it was yeah. around. It was like it was. It was called one of them devil movies. They and came then, out like they always release them horrible ass horror movies on the first of December weekend every year without fail. <laughs> and last year was that damn Exorcist one, and I can't remember. But what's with? Mm-hmm. Why is April the month of horror? This year, all I, I know mean, is Renfield that, is a comedy, but it's like a horror comedy. It's like a horror comedy. We got um, Pope's Exorcist. We got the damn Evil Dead Rising, and it's like, damn, what is going on with all this horror in April? The only, the only horror that I realistically see doing well this month 
realistically has to be, I mean, Evil Dead Rise. It's been gaining so much traction yeah. these past couple it of weeks. And I festival. think opened at the fed at a, at a festival. And right now it's tracking to do over. Okay. So right now Evil Dead Rise is tracking 21 to 30 million, okay. which I think is really solid oh, for yeah. Evil Dead Rise. So, um, and then, yeah, of course we had that tracking for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 right now after the tickets going on sale. We'll see where that comes around to. I'm but the rest of April is looking like a, it's looking After, fairly okay. I mean, March was such a bloodbath. Uh, we kind of yeah, needed yeah. to chill a minute because no, like, I agree. every no, I agree. damn weekend it was like record, record, record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now, and the and the listen, I think those those uh, theaters have probably been like, dude, this is like the most we've seen in a while as far as like just fans and and people buying tickets for movies because, like you said. March was an incredible month, an incredible, credible month for these franchise films that came out. Um, and it has to be one of the biggest marches in history. Like, yeah, I mean, it has to be because I can't remember the last big march. Yeah, we we had big releases in March, but yeah. not like consecutive each week. Something's coming out week. breaking a record, you know. So if only in, Shazam hadn't have flopped, it would have been literally every if, single week. Yeah, was a banger. if Shazam would have doubled. Or or made over what the first one did. Yeah, we would have been talking about how every single week in March was a successful uh, franchise record, you know, for the movie theaters. And I think uh, it was still incredible, even with the Shazam kind of, and even the Dungeons and Dragons doing that kind of number. The, but say what you want, the Dungeons and Dragons number was still considered a surprise. Almost because, 40 million was a, like double what we thought. Yeah. So yeah, the um the tracking had it at around oh, twenty million at I'm just first. Realizing and, too, because uh, yeah. I was about to make a joke. Like AMC's like, we need a break from making all these special buckets and uh, cups because every mm-hmm. single week they'd be having this bullshit out. You know, the only movie they didn't make one for was Shazam. Oh, they even had like a damn Creed little bucket. They had a they bucket had a for Creed everything. Bucket. I missed the Mar- the Mario buckets were not there when I went. It was completely gone. You know what I'm still salty about? I know it was thirty five dollars, but bitch, I want that damn dice, and I'm mad about it. Do you, you hear me? Uh, it was. <laughs> you said you hear me. <laughs> it's, they even put that shit online, and it sold out like immediately on their yeah, damn website. The I'm dice like, was there when I went. When I went to go see Dungeons and Dragons, it was there. Really? But I was like, I was no, like, I'm I, not okay. doing thirty five. Um, I have to give you an extra story. So I went and saw Dungeons and Dragons for a second time on the Sunday Ooh. of its release. We asked them if they had any of them left, and the little boy who we got said no. Meanwhile, oh, next I see a <laughs> woman cast. go up, and it, it, this man sold two more to people. So my friend went up and asked the kid who was going and grabbing them, and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, managers get them. And so what? these managers were choosing to sell theirs. They said that we could sell them. Um, but the last manager is a fan, so he's not going to sell his. I'm like, bitch, I'm about to whip somebody's ass. I could have had my die. And they had them little cups, those cute little tankards for D&D, too. And my theaters were all sold out of all of it. I was mad. <laughs> Larry, why don't you like, you know, let them explain. I mean, my theater, they had a, they had a, they had a couple when I went. See, the mine. folks of Boston don't give nair a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I I was thinking about it, but I just thought the price was insane. I, mean, I was like, man, insane. I can't. How much was the Mario tins? I have 15. 
Okay, see that's that's good. And yeah, that's, that popcorn is already ten dollars, so you're basically right. just paying five extra. You know, right? Like- <laughs> and even even that scream cup, they were like, I was like, how much is this cup? They 12, were like, right. <clears throat> it was like ten bucks, and I was like, okay, a large drink is like eight dollars anyway, yeah. so let's go ahead and get this cup. Mm. So. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm not surprised. But then, I don't know, the next one, the next big kind of collectible thing is probably going to be Guardians and Can stuff. Can you imagine they release some little bullshit for Renfield or something? Like, please. Or, like, release something for Evil Dead. I know we don't do a lot of horror collectible stuff, but, like, release something for Evil Dead. That'd be nice. Yeah, didn't like a cheese grater. Cinemark couldn't keep up with that damn screen merch that they I released. know, but, like, a, listen, imagine, like, a, a popcorn tin cheese grater looking thing. Oh, Let's get it. <laughs> Let's well, they could even release real. that book, you know, do something with the book from the Evil Dead. Yeah, movies. that's cool too. You yeah, know? you see, you got it, you got it. See, I guess there's a lot to do with the <laughs> Evil Dead. They got a long history. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, guys, that is it for our episode of the Box Office Report Show. Really appreciate you guys all for listening. You don't want to As- do the question. What? Which question? The the March? We kind of we kind of okay. we kind of spoke about it a little okay, bit. Cool. We All had right. a question about March, everyone, but we kind of spoke about it a little bit. But that is it for us. Was as, as far as this week, we'll see what the news is like for a world show movie reviews. If I if I get a chance to see Mafia Mama for sure for that, I probably won't be on the Renfield one because I don't know, man. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Get your ass out there for the brand field. (laughs) That movie is just not doing it for me, man. Uh, But anyway, everyone, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. Larry, won't you let everyone know where they can follow you? Yeah, you can find me at Chili Boy Productions over on YouTube and on Instagram, and then Chili Boy YT on Twitter. All right, everyone, you can follow me on Facebook. Not Facebook, on Twitter and Instagram at Cinemaniac94. And you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World, as well as wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.